Well, hello everybody. This is Michelle and welcome to our first session of Thursday Thinkers. So today with me, I'm so excited. I am interviewing my good friend Keely McCaffrey. Keely and I have known each other for a little over a year now. We are in a networking group together. Um, Keely lives in my area and she is a phenomenal real estate agent. So she's, she's pretty young, but she knows her stuff. And I'm really excited to just talk with her and, and tease out some of the thinking that goes behind her success because success always leaves clues. Welcome, Keely. Thank you for being on, on the recording with us today. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you, Michelle. I appreciate you having me and I'm looking forward to, to talking to you. Awesome. Well, tell us just a little bit about your background. How did you become a real estate agent? Um, how did you make that decision? Yeah, so um, I'm a real estate agent in Midland. I've been in business, been licensed for a little over three years now. Um, I was licensed, licensed actually when I was 18, so um, pretty much right out of high school. I started in real estate um, because I decided that I wanted to do have a co-op job my senior year of high school, which is where you work mm -hmm. half of the day um, if you have enough credits. So I decided to do that, and I got hooked up with um, Daniel and Jamie Broderick, who were mm -hmm. a real estate team, and I was doing marketing and admin-type work for them, um, social media, just kind of any odds and ends that they needed. I was like their go-to assistant. Um, and then from there, I graduated high school and was going to go to college, and I went for a semester and then was going to be transferring schools. Um, and during that time, I came back home over Christmas break, and I asked them if they needed any extra help while I was home, and they said, well, what are you really doing? And they were looking for a buyer's agent, and I had never really considered being a real estate agent, even though I had worked with them for a year, I liked what I did, but it was never on my radar to become an agent. Mm. But when they presented that opportunity, it made sense. And I was familiar with what it would take and, and what it looked like being in a real estate office. And I kind of just went for it. And I've been doing it since. <laughs> yeah, so, so you didn't really know what you wanted to do, but you knew this is kind of a place where I wanted to start. Yeah, yeah, it was a great start. I was planning on doing something within business, whether it be marketing or um, something along the business line. So when the opportunity came up, I thought this actually fits and um, fits with a lot of what I wanted to do. So yeah, it, it fit with with running a business and, and marketing myself and all of that kind of encompassed everything. So I thought it was a, a great opportunity to, to learn from. So, so tell us a little bit about how did you make the decision um, not to go to college first, uh, but to jump into the real world first? Yeah. So for me, I have I've always liked working since I turned 16 and I could work. I've had a job. Um, I've, you know, I like working. I like making money. And when I had this opportunity, I was going doing this full time and also going to school full time for a while. Um, and I learned pretty quickly that that took up a lot of time and it was hard to focus on school um, and give that 100% while also still being available for my clients and running a real estate business. And I kind of realized that, you know, I'm going to school for business and I'm really learning a lot more in the real world doing it. Um, 
you know, people go to school to get a job and I had the job. So I kind of, you know, doing it in reverse where I'm learning as I'm going. And I think that, you know, if I get to a point where I'm like, hey, I'd really like to learn, you know, a little bit more about this, about management or whatever it is, you know, at that point, I could go back and take those classes and learn that then. But I think that I'm kind of learning a lot more as I go out in the real world, being in business, interacting with different people every day. And, you know, that's what I was going to go to school for. So I kind of just skip that step and, and got right into it. That that I think is really key. So so one thing that, um, you know, a lot of people just think, especially, I know we have many listeners that are outside of the United States as well, but here in the United States, there is kind of a culture of if you're going to go someplace and be successful, you need to go to college um, first Absolutely. before you do it. And so um, some people think that if you don't have that higher degree that you aren't learning so to speak and you made the intentional decision to say you know what I'm actually going to learn a lot more by being out in the world yep. and then if I want to learn something else if you I, I just got to imagine that it, when you make the decision that hey I need to know x y and z so I can get to the next level that you're probably going to be a little bit more engaged in that material than if yeah, you were just motivated. out of high school right absolutely yeah yeah, yeah so, and I think, so, I think having the pre-understanding helps a lot. Yes, and, and it's a much more organized process. Yeah. Some people would, would say, well, going to university or college after high school and then getting a job, that's organized. But what you're saying is, now I know what I really want to learn. Yep. Yeah, and I think so many people, especially these days, do go to college and get a degree, and you hear so many people that don't even use, you know, the degree the degree they went for and I you know like I said you go to to get a job and to figure out what you want to do and I kind of already had that lined up so I would rather you know continue my education specifically with what I know will help move me forward but um, kind of you know skip that step and then I can work backwards and learn as I need to and, yeah. and continue that way. So your specialized knowledge is coming and organized planning are both coming because you are making a decision it's highly intentional mm -hmm. It's yeah. not just kind of what fell in my lap. I know the opportunity was right. presented to you, but you made the decision yep. for specific reasons. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, and, and you know, before anybody tries to to, to make a generalized assumption here, um, I'm not going to get on these calls and say, "Hey, you shouldn't go to college." That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying be intentional. Uh, so, for example, many of you know my story. I'm, I'm hopefully within months of finishing my PhD, um, and I would not advocate that for very many people, that's for sure. However, I am <laughs> doing it with a very intentional purpose. I'm not doing it just to say that I have my PhD or just to, you know, follow some prescribed route. So the, the point here is not whether you get a degree or not, it's why are you getting it in the first place. Yes. Awesome. So Keely, I know that you just hit a really cool goal in your journey. So tell us a little bit about your goal um, and what that means to you. Yeah. So um, a goal of mine that I had set for myself this year was to do a million dollars in real estate sales within one month, which I just did in the month of June. Um, and what that Congratulations. Thank you. As far as the volume is that um, volume is the basically the sale price of a house. So if you have a $100,000 house, 
10 of those houses would be a million dollars in sales. So mine was um, five transactions that, that equated to a million dollars in sales. And yeah, that had just been a goal of mine from the beginning of the year. Something um, like Michelle mentioned, I'm younger in the business, but I've been in for a couple of years now. So um, something that I can just have under my belt to, you know, prove myself more and, and use to advertise myself and propel myself forward. Um, I knew that was going to be a huge attribute to my business to be able to reach that goal. So um, I set that at the beginning of the year and it's something that I've been working towards and kind of doing little things to, to build up until then. Um, real estate is very much a um, relationship type business and something that is not that quick of a turnaround. You're usually working with people for a couple months and then it even takes a couple more months to get through the actual buying process and close on the home. So um, the business that I was doing in June, I truly think um, came from some of the smaller things that I was doing back at the end of the winter and early spring to kind of build up my pipeline and, and build up my business um, and have those lined up for the following couple months. Yeah, so again, very organized, specific planning of things that led to your goal. Yeah. So it's it's only July. So you said you made this goal in January, and it's July. So in the first six months, you reached your goal. So now mm -hmm. what? Um, so my year, my goal for the year is to double the volume that I did last year. So that was kind of like a, a mini goal within that big goal that I knew would help get me to that that double. Um, so, you know, now I guess moving forward, the next six months is going to be to keep working towards, you know, doubling that volume, um, you know, keeping a consistent pipeline of people and, um, you know, probably set, you know, a mini goal of, you know, maybe doing that another month within this year um, or, you know, just figuring out kind of how many transactions or what volume it equates to per month to continue to reach my goal. But that's definitely helping me stay on track, which has been huge. Awesome. So I, I'm really interested now. Keely and I have had many discussions before, so I'm, this is a, a very leading question, I guess. But can you tell us a little bit about, um, you know, I know it's not all been easy for you, you know, not the last mm -hmm. six months, not the last three years. So tell us a little bit about the, the rougher parts of your journey and how did you handle those? Yeah, so I mean, in, in any business, I think, but especially in sales, you definitely have a lot of, of up and down and there's good months and there's bad months and there's, you know, good people and bad people and you kind of just roll with everything. And I've really tried to be intentional with um, learning from what I do, you know, learning from what's not working, what is working when I get in those times that are slower, um, you know, going back to the fundamentals and doing the little things that I know are going to build up and get me, um, you know, the pipeline of, of clients and the business that I'm looking for. Um, so really just, I think in those hard times or when it's a little bit slower, just going back to fundamentals, doing little things like um, showing up to networking events, going, you know, scheduling a lunch with someone that you haven't seen in a while, just all those little things that keep you in front of people, keep you front of mind, um, and, and build your credibility with other people, I think are the things that come back around, you know, maybe not right away, um, but like, like in my month of June, they do, they do add up and they come back around, even when it doesn't feel like it in the moment. And I think the big thing is just to, to push through that and remember that it, it's bad and it also is good. And so just dialing back to, to what you know and and making it simple in the times that it maybe seems 
frustrating or, or not as easy. Yeah, so really continuing to do the next right thing, even when it doesn't yeah. feel good. Yep, yep, because I think the more, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a rut and you decide that, oh, you know, this isn't going well, I might as well just not show up for the week, you know, that's just going to continue to hurt you down the road. If it's, if it's bad now, there's things you can do to, to make it better in the future. And, and because yeah. it's a business that it takes a couple of months or even longer for things to come around, it's really important to keep doing things, even if you're not seeing immediate results. And, and I think, too, just this idea of um, decision, like you have decided along your journey, you have made many decisions. But when you mm-hmm. um, when you're stuck in that rut of things aren't going well and you start to procrastinate or put things off or um, just not do what, you know, works, really, that's a place of indecision because yeah, what you yeah, have already done yeah, you have already made the decision. And so when you say, you know what, all right, I didn't meet my sales quota for this week. Uh, let me go back and persevere and, and do the things that I know that work. You, you're really reminding yourself over time, I've already made this decision. This is what we're doing. This is the goal. Right. We're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I think it takes little things every day to to work towards it. And definitely, yeah, being intentional and having a plan and just sticking to it and knowing that you, you know, you came up with it, you knew it was going to work and not to be discouraged because there's always going to be ups and downs and everything. Yeah. So um, this business, I'm just going to take a wild guess here and and say that this is definitely not an individual business. Um, So can you help us understand who in your life uh, helps you when the going gets tough? Yeah. So, um, Definitely um, the people that I work for, the owners of my company, Daniel and Jamie Broderick, I have been with them from the beginning. They're the ones that I worked for as an assistant and then, um, you know, encouraged me to be an agent and they opened their own company and I've stuck with them through that. So they've definitely continued to support me and encourage me through this entire process. And, and when you get to those, you know, harder times, it's usually Jamie in my ear reminding me to do the smaller things. What else can you do? You know, what worked before, um, you know, and, and presenting new ideas and kind of keeping me on track. So they're definitely huge motivators for me. And um, it's, and, and they can relate to, you know, they've been in the business and she's given me insight on what her first couple of years in the business looked like. And, um, you know, and it helps you, you know, realize that, okay, you know, this happens to most people or this is where I should be. I feel like I'm on track. And so they definitely keep me really motivated and, and help, you know, in the times that are a little bit harder. Um, and everyone at the office too, I think is really good at encouraging. We work a lot more um, as a team than a lot of other offices. So we really can feed off of each other. And if, you know, if we need help with something, if we need training or encouragement or whatever it is, there's a lot of people in the office um, to do that. And I think that's definitely my biggest support system within this business, which is great. Um, And then my parents too, you know, I've had some conversations with my dad and he's really good at helping me understand you know what I need to fuel my brain and to get motivated Mm -hmm. and um you know just encouraging me to you know explore options and and learn more and push myself um even when it seems like it's harder to do um so yes they definitely both are really big um motivators for me for sure so it seems like there's two um two kind of who's for lack of a better word two kind of people there's the people who uh 
are are fueling your faith, so encouraging and supporting mm-hmm. you and helping you uh, remember who you are. Um, and then yep. there's also the the more specialized knowledge folks who um, they might also do the first, but they're they're really sharing with you the, their accumulated knowledge over time. So it's right. not just yes, you're awesome, but this is how you can also be more awesome. Mm-hmm. And to and to hear it from someone that has been through it themselves, you know, it's it's more promising because you know, okay, you know, okay, they got through this, they did this, or you know, at this point in their business, it really turned around and and started taking off, and yeah, using that to kind of compare and get through and know, okay, you know, they're still doing well and they got through it, and this is what they're telling me I should do to get through it is, it's really helpful. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, okay, so last question, and then I'll kind of tease out some lessons here for our our listeners. But um, let's say that there's 100 different Keeleys out there, and they're just getting ready to start in their next venture. What is a tip or an idea that you could give them that's going to help them be the most successful? Yeah, so something I would say would be, just to to stay motivated and to not lose sight of what you've committed yourself to from the beginning. So as I've talked about a little bit already, you know, there's ups and downs and everything. Um, and I think it's super important not to stop during the times that might be down or that might seem not as promising. Um, just, again, going back to those fundamentals, doing what you know you can do, remembering why you did it in the first place, you know, why you started, why you continue to do it, you know, what fuels you, what you love about it, um, and just remembering to, to not stop because there are going to be times that don't seem as great, but you need those and you need to learn from those. And I personally gather a lot of motivation from those times to do more and to push forward. And I think anyone that has gain success will would tell you that it you know there's there's things that don't work out and don't seem as great and nothing is going to be you know completely handed to you and super easy but um you know that's kind of that's the road and that's how you learn and get motivated and get better so i think it's just really important to pick something stick with it if you love it and and persevere you know through the good and the bad because it'll definitely pay off once you do that absolutely all right. Well, thank you, Keely. Let me just share with our listeners a couple thoughts here. So uh, as Keely was sharing her story, I was uh, making a ton of notes here. So there's a few things I'd like to share with you. So the first one is this idea of that specialized knowledge. So if you remember, Keely was sharing that her journey, um, she, she thought she wanted to go to school, and then she realized, I want to be in the real world. So specialized knowledge can come from either something that's more organized as far as uh, education, or it can also come from what we call the school of real life, okay? Um, it's not so much where it comes from. It matters that you're being intentional and you're becoming educated, okay? And then another one is just this idea of um, organized planning. So understanding that you don't have to have an organized plan before you start. The organization and the plan comes as you're on the journey. So really getting out there, getting started at something, and then figuring out what do I like, what do I not like, and and what do I really want to do with my life. Um, And then uh, another one. So this idea of, of a, a mastermind group, so people coming along who can help, again, remind you who you are and remind you what you're about and help get you connected to that knowledge you need, right? And then the last one I'll pinpoint 
is persistence. Persistence and perseverance. You know, Keely, if, if you look at her, she, she yes, she's young. Yes, she's only been in business for about three years, but she's met some pretty lofty goals. And the only reason she's been able to do that is because she's persistent and persistent in the small things. So I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess, and if Keely's like a lot of very other successful people, you can look at them and you can dream and imagine that they have these uh, wonderfully, you know, um, I don't know, just romantic lives, right? That, that uh, you know, you look at them and they're like, oh, wow, look at you. You're so cool. You have this cool life. When in reality, they're so successful because they uh, understand the power that comes from compounding consistency. So if you follow successful people, you'll notice that they have actually very boring lives. Because every day they get up and they do the same things, right? So it's amazing yep. that, that Keely has reached these goals. Uh, but please do not think that her goals cannot be your goals too. Okay? I think that's the whole point in, in Keely's story is, hey, listen, this is what I've, I've been able to do. Um, if we had more time, man, I'd, I'd love to talk to Keely about, you know, her future goals because I know they're even more lofty. Um, but we really want you to understand that, that success comes for everybody if you're doing the right thing. All right. Well, once again, thank you, Keely. Thank you for sharing your story, for just being genuine and real with us today. Thank you so much. I was so happy to share. Awesome. Okay, so uh, I, you know what? We'll catch you on the next recording, okay? Awesome. Have a good day. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.